Welcome back to the Dad and Rock Podcast. This is Sean. And this is Chris. Hey, we're back at it again, post-Thanksgiving holiday weekend. Uh, how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, you know, survival. You know, family, <laughs> turkey, you know, the works. Uh, but all in all, it was, it was a good weekend. You got some, you know, some eating in, got some shopping in. I uh, got some family time in, so uh, I got to say, you know, a four-day weekend, too. No complaints, really. A lot of folks, uh, Thanksgiving is kind of their favorite holiday out of the whole year, uh, just eating and traditions. I know every year I, I kind of started off by watching the uh, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade there. It starts fairly early. Is that something you watch every year? Oh, it's a must-watch. I mean, I enjoy watching it. Uh, it's kind of, you know, definitely with the young kids now. Yeah. Uh, welcoming in Santa, you know, yeah, at the very end of it. Uh, it's, it's become definitely a uh, a go-to for my kids. Now, my wife didn't grow up on it, so yeah. it's something new for her. Her family enjoys watching what I think is the most boring event on television. Oh, no. What is it? The dog show. Uh. <laughs> I'm like, how can you sit here and watch this for that long? This is ridiculous. But they're like, we got to watch it. We, we can't watch that football game. We have to watch the dog show. That's and I hilarious. fight with them. Does it air at uh, the same time the parade goes? Uh, no, no, no. This ha- comes on directly after the parade. Oh, so it I conflicts see. with the first football game. Oh, no. So how <laughs> dare they? Oh, uh, yeah. I can't say. Well, you know, the, the Westminster Abbey, I think that's the one that uh, airs that time every year. I have watched it before, but I can't say that it's really kept my attention in the past. <laughs> I mean, how was your Thanksgiving? you have a good one? Um, I did. It was pretty great. Yeah, we, um, of course, we did that. We did the family thing on Thursday. Uh, went to my wife's aunt's house. Had a huge spread of food. Uh, really good stuff. Um, did some shopping, too, uh, this weekend. I suppose you, you got out, uh, did some shopping as well. Yeah, I got out uh, Black Friday, actually. I went out there now as one of the stupid ones. Yeah, good uh, for I, you. I didn't go out early. I went out later in the day. I mean, it was closer to probably 3, 4 o'clock. It didn't matter. Man, Best Buy was a mess. Really? A mess uh, oh, just like a ton of people? A ton of people. And yeah, they, they know what they're doing. It's very clear that Best Buy is very well organized for this day. But holy crap. I waited in th- a line for 30 minutes just wow. to check out. Oh, wow. Yeah, Best Buy. And I had to make sure I was in the right line. So it was a, a line for pickup, and there was a line to check out. Yeah. And I was like, okay, which one's which? And this line was actually wrapped all the way back around into like their appliance area. So uh, it was it was quite a line, and I had Zach with me. So I was like, man, I don't know why I brought you for you know for one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but for two, he was like, and he he hung in there like a champ. So much so that I actually went and got him like ice cream afterwards. I was like, dude, you were awesome. And oh, was, that's cool. Well, he knew he was taking the TV that was in our bonus room, this big fifty-inch TV. And I was putting it back in their toy room. Oh, wow, and, nice. And I was replacing their TV with a slightly, about the exact same size, but a 4K TV with a new 4K Apple TV. So I can go ahead and enjoy, say, The Mandalorian and a few other things on that TV and not disturb my wife. Yeah, so it sounds like we both actually had a, an enjoyable weekend, uh, you know, getting through Thanksgiving and then rolling into the Christmas season. Uh, Zach actually convinced me to go ahead and get an artificial tree, so we got that put up and decorated. And uh, we're starting to roll into our Christmas movies and our Christmas shows that we're watching. Uh, we watched Rudolph and Frosty uh, tonight, so uh, we're getting ready to get into those movies. 
Well, very nice, and that's um, kind of a nice way to talk about what we're doing this week on the Dad in a Rock podcast. It's the uh, Christmas movie throwdown. Uh, this episode's kind of dedicated to having a draft of uh, our favorite holiday movies um, as far as like what uh, uh, Chris and I are going to uh, both pick four movies each, and we're going to post those movies um, on our Facebook page and have you guys vote on the winners uh, for the next couple uh, or few weeks, I guess, between now and, and closer to the holiday season. So how's this going to work? Well, we figured we already went ahead and flipped the coin, uh, yep. and I went ahead and won first pick. Uh, basically, what we're going to go ahead and do is, if there's a sequel to the movie, so you got the Home Alone 1 and 2 through however many they have now, if you pick Home Alone 1, it's basically all of them. And uh, we both are going to pick four, and it's going to go ahead and rotate back and forth. I'll pick one, you pick one back and forth. And after we go ahead and pick the movie, we'll give you know just a few minutes to talk on why we want to go ahead and pick that movie, why we thought it was a good pick at you know that point. And then once we're all said and done, we're going to have our movies. I'll have my number one movie versus your number four movie. So our ones will go against our fours, and we'll have two sides. We'll have a yippee ki yay bracket and a keep the change bracket. <laughs> and like then it. at the very end, we'll kind of we'll we'll see who's uh, whose movies uh, standing at the end. And it's all based on you guys. So uh, once we put them out there, we have no control anymore. Yeah, and just a reminder: these are uh, films that are dedicated to the season. So nothing like Die Hard, where it just kind of happens to take place on or around Christmas. Uh, there's a bunch of movies like that. Gremlins, Die Hard, Lethal Weapon. Uh, but we're going to stick to uh, movies that uh, Christmas is kind of the main theme. Um, so that being said, I don't know. How do we get this thing started? Uh, You're I'll the number one pick. I'll go ahead and I'll, I'm <laughs> on the clock. So yeah. let's see. My number one pick. What would my number one pick be? My number one pick is The National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, you... <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was going to be mine too oh nice <laughs> yeah no that is one I watch every year actually this past weekend I was at our local uh, our store Meyer. if you live in you know, the, the midwest you know what Meyer is and they had the RV Eddie's oh, wow. RV as a Christmas ornament I was like oh yeah. I'm grabbing that and it was actually <laughs> on uh, on sale because of the weekend I was like yep that, that definitely goes there but uh, that's another movie my wife never grew up on. Oh, I never wow. even watched until we met. Yeah. And now, I mean, we're watching it in between us cutting down our own Christmas tree and the opening scene where they're going ahead and getting their, you know, their tree and uh, how she wants to be alive for Christmas and the, the whole deal and <laughs> my driving and hating tailgaters. So there's a lot of, like, me in that first scene, too. So she, uh, she loves that. <laughs> yeah, but, that uh, movie yeah, is... Uh... It's endlessly quotable. I, I love it too. I watch it year to year. I have the Griswold station wagon with the tree on top as uh, as an ornament on my tree. Uh, you press a button, it plays Holiday Road. Um, as I hung up Christmas lights this year, I wore my Bears hat just in uh, <laughs> admiration of Clark Griswold. Uh, so I'm right there with you. I would have been. It would have been my number one pick too. Oh yeah, and I'm in the back here looking at my window, waiting for my my pool to be put in. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny uh, because this movie came out in '89, and I think you know, I think it's withstood the test of time. Maybe because it's a Christmas movie, where these days I think it's a lot more recognizable than even like the first two vacation films, um, where they had to Wally World and then they had to Europe. Uh, those were big when they they came out, but uh, yeah, it seems like Christmas Vacation is is the one to beat. 
Yeah, that was that that was an easy number one pick for me. So I've got the one. Where is your one? What do you think? Well, I'm going to go ahead and go with one that came out a little bit later in 1990. Um, it's a it's a favorite for folks of our uh, Zenial generation, I think. I'm going to go with the uh, Macaulay Culkin classic, Home Alone. Home Alone. Okay. Yeah, I think just, uh, I mean, it's a classic movie. It's got great... Uh, character actor work with Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci and uh, Catherine O'Hara she's great uh, she was on SCTV for a long time she played Kevin's mom she did a great job so um, and the cameo with John Candy I mean how can you beat that yeah, I think it's just a classic I, it's it's another one that I watch every year I make sure to do it and it's got a pretty good sequel too I mean Home Alone 2 not quite as as good as the first one not quite as classic um, but I think that the sequel actually makes up with having Tim Curry. He was he was hilarious in, in Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Oh, yeah, no, Home Alone, Home Alone, and Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, they are definitely uh, ones my son loves. I mean, granted, he is a six-year-old. He loves seeing bricks thrown at people's face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's, that's, always, that's always fun. He loves Christmas trees, so he, he, he relates a lot to that second one. Uh, more so than to the first one, but uh, yeah, that's that's a strong number one. Uh, I had that maybe as a three pick for me, right. but uh, oh, look at that! Look at that little inside inside <laughs> training there. Um, it's you know it was pretty formidable. It was so it was kind of exploded out in the scene back in 1990. I would have been like I don't know about eight years old, so right around Kevin's age when that came out. And it was huge for kids our age um, in the early 90s. I remember actually having the the poster on my bedroom wall of the uh, kind of his map, his layout of the house and all his traps, how they were laid out, that uh, drawing. I had that as a poster in my bedroom. I mean, it was it was a huge deal, that movie. Well, it was that, and then there was the, uh, the Super Nintendo yes. uh, game itself, which, <laughs> I mean, there was really no rhyme or reason to this game. You're just jumping around and shooting things with squirt guns. And- yeah, and you and I actually played that recently. I think we'd forgotten just how hard it was. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it was stupid hard. <laughs> But it was fun for some reason. That's true about a lot of those old games, too. They were really hard because they were short games. I had to make it difficult for you to get through. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've thrown a controller out of frustration. So uh, you can tell how difficult those games of our, of our past used to be. Okay, so uh, my pick, number one pick, was National Lampoon's. Your number one pick was Home Alone. Uh, that's going to be interesting to see if they both make it to the end, our, uh, our top seeds. So, let me see. Um, I'm trying to look at it. I, ha- I have another movie that I think would be my number two, but I'm going to be a little strategic in this here. And I'm going to go Elf. Ah, okay. See, I am not a big fan of Will Ferrell, but I know this movie, it did something that is very, very difficult for movies to do. What's in that? In new movies. It infiltrated the, the actual Christmas culture. Yeah, it's like with a with a song. You may get one song every two or three years that actually gets into you know the normal Christmas routine. That you know it's kind of become you know one of those classics. Elf did that really quick, and I don't know if it's because it was a comedy or you know it's, it's, it was one of those uh, Will Ferrell movies. Everyone loves Will Ferrell. Yeah, so that that probably helped it a lot. But just the, the goofiness level of it. 
And like I said, I typically don't watch it. I mean, I, I may give it a shot this year with my kids because uh, Zach's a little older, and I'm pretty sure he would love the the level of goofy, right, in the movie. Uh, but uh, th- this is more of a strategic pick than a top four on my on Chris's list, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think that's a good explainer. So as we kind of go through and pick these movies, they're not only just movies that we like, and they're not necessarily in order of uh, what we prefer, but we're also thinking about what the uh, the general public's going to vote for, because these are going to go head-to-head, <laughs> and we yeah. want to win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I'm right there with you. I mean, I, I actually probably like Elf a little bit more than you do. Um, Will Ferrell, I thought, was really good in that movie. And this is 2003, so this is like a year before Anchorman had come out. Uh, so he was still kind of, he just left SNL, he was kind of on the rise, um, and I mean, it's there's so many memes. You can't go a holiday season anymore without seeing Buddy the Elf, big smiling Will Ferrell meme saying how many days are left until Christmas or, or something. Um, so um, I think it's a great pick. James Caan's really good in it. And it's, I mean, it's family friendly. You kind of forget there are some things, almost like a Shrek, where there's some jokes in there for, for the adults. Um, but it's really kind of family friendly. And, and you've got Edward Asner who played Santa. Uh, I think he did a really good job. So um, I don't know. I think it's just one of those classics. Uh, it just, it, you're definitely right. It made its mark. And uh, lest we forget, it was one of uh, a, kind of a big appearance of Peter Dinklage before he was uh, Tyrion Lannister. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. No, I completely forgot about that. Sometimes <laughs> it's hard to pick him out. <laughs> Ooh, you're an angry elf. <laughs> So that's my number one, uh, number one and number two there. I mean, I don't think I got to keep counting one and two. Uh, what is going to be your pick? Is it going to be a strategic pick or is this going to be a Sean number two pick? Uh, it's a little bit of both, maybe a little bit leaning towards the Sean pick. So, I, you know, here's something with me as far as the Christmas season goes. I am a sucker for any adaptation of A Christmas Carol. Uh, whether it be Mickey's Christmas Carol or a Muppet Christmas Carol or, or the Christmas Carol with uh, George C. Scott um, playing Scrooge. But the version that I want to pick and put on the list is uh, the version that I think is a lot of folks' favorites. It's Scrooged with uh, Bill Murray uh, playing the, the role of uh, Frank Cross, who was kind of the stand-in for Ebenezer. Uh, the modern-day retelling, or as far as you know, how modern it was back in 1988. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's going to be my uh, number two pick, Scrooged. That's not, no, only thing that surprises me about that pick is it wasn't your number one. Yeah. I almost, I, I almost had you pegged as that being your number one pick. Seeing that we weren't going to allow like Die Hard into this, uh, <laughs> I, I am a little, a little shocked that you let that slid to that point. Now, I had no intentions on taking that one unless I just wanted to be a punk. Right. <laughs> But uh, that that's that's pretty fun. That's that's to that point there. And, and now I'm gonna be the first one to admit this. I've never seen it. Oh no! What? I have never. I've known of it. I've I've like went through the like, the guide and I've seen it was starting. I've never actually stopped and watched that movie. Well, I'm probably more of a uh, Bill Murray fan that, than than you are. I think I've seen most of his work anyway. I mean, I've I've loved the guy since Ghostbusters. You know, seeing him when I was two years old on the screen. So, um, it, I don't know. It does it, it does have a special place in my heart. I I definitely watch it every season. Um, you know, every year it's one of those ones that I that I do watch. So, yeah, Christmas Vacation, Home Alone, and Scrooge. I, I tend to watch those uh, year in year out. Um, you know, as opposed to Elf, which was very family friendly, Scrooged is not. <laughs> uh, I think it actually may even be rated R. I'm not sure. 
but yeah, it's it's kind of got uh, some very adult humor in it, and uh, I don't know, just a great performance by Bill Murray, and that's always uh, should always be up for that. Okay, okay, so Scrooge. Like I said, I'm a little shocked that it went to two for you. Uh, okay, so we're on our third picks here. Now, the funny thing was I put together eight movies, and Scrooge wasn't even one of the eight. Ah. So a little insight to me here. Uh, so if I was going to go ahead and go with my third pick, I'm going to go with my wife's favorite movie and fa- her her favorite movie and her family's favorite movie. Now, it is one of my uh, must-hits, but it, well, I wouldn't say it's one of my favorites, uh, but The Santa Claus Oh, okay. I always watch it, always enjoy it, but it's if I miss it for the season, it doesn't hurt my feelings. Right. Now, with her family, I found out that it is a Christmas Day watch. So it's like every year they come, if, if they're here. Now, we're going to be over their house uh, this year for Christmas. Right. So I'm going to have to find, we're not going to have to find time. It's going to wind up on. So we're going to go ahead and watch <laughs> the Santa Claus at some point. Which is going to be fun. I mean, it's it's going to be one of those times where all the grandkids for her her family are all going to be in one spot for Christmas for the first time. Yeah. So it's going to be an enjoyable time. You know, the kids running around and playing with their gifts and just being little hellions, and uh, you know, being kids and then watching the Santa Claus and you know, hopefully, you know, Zach won't encourage Daddy to climb up on our roof and fall off. But uh, that that's one. That, that's another one. I mean, there's there's a few out there. And this is a good example of, of like Elf and the Santa Claus. These are ones that were able to work their way into it, and they were so good, and with names, that were able to go ahead and establish themselves pretty quickly. Yeah, Tim Allen was still doing Home Improvement when this came out, so, uh, I mean, still pretty, I wouldn't say early on his career, but kind of his peak, where, where everybody was, um, either this is past his stand-up days, and kind of before he was Buzz Lightyear, you know, uh, it was kind of one of those ones where, uh, uh, yeah, it was a big performance for him. And of course, they did two sequels afterwards, uh, which, in my opinion, weren't quite as good, but they were still fun. Um, and yeah, this this is one I'm kind of the same way where I, it's not one that I have to watch every year, uh, but I do enjoy it when it when it comes on. Tim Allen's uh, gives a pretty funny performance throughout. And that's all I'm looking. At. I'm looking to laugh. I mean, so far, if you can, if you look at my list so far. National Lampoon, Christmas Vacation, Elf, and Santa Claus. They're basically comedies. Yeah. So I'm, I just enjoy sitting back and smiling when, yeah, the rest of the year, everyone's taking themselves so seriously. If you can sit back <laughs> and just kind of watch something, it's kind of, eh, that's absurd. Right. You know, falling through the, you know, the ceiling or someone opening up the attic door and you falling out. Little things here and there. So yeah. that's my third pick. Uh, what would your pick be here, sir? Well, um, I'm actually taking kind of a chance here. Uh, because this one had a lot of play when we were growing up, and I think maybe we've reached a point where folks are kind of tired of it. But as far as the Christmas season, um, it's kind of hard to avoid this thing. I'm going to go with a Christmas story. Uh, Ralphie getting his Red Rider BB gun. I let it slide too far. That is my favorite Christmas movie. Wow, even now, even after how much it's played on TBS and everything? Oh, every year, 24 Hours of Ralphie. Oh, boy. Well, TNT, good. TBS, yep. As soon it comes on at 8 o'clock on Christmas Eve, and it is typically a... I, I get yelled at now for it. She's like, <laughs> shut that damn movie off. Um, and, yeah, no, man, I did not expect you to pick that. I thought I was going to let that to slide to my fourth pick. Shoot, now you know how I feel with Christmas Vacation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. 
Oh yeah, no. And you, and you are you a like? Do you watch it once or twice, or is it pretty much? I'm kind of at a point where I watched it so much as a kid because I think it, it might be my mom's favorite Christmas movie too. It was just on all the time. Where now it's almost like ingrained in my head, and I don't find it particularly funny or charming. It just kind of is what it is. Um, so I, I choose really not to watch it because you kind of get your fill. The, how much of it is on TV and kind of on relatives' TVs while you're over there? I don't almost see the whole thing throughout the holiday season anyway, just in bits and pieces. <laughs> yeah, I know uh, we're going to my mom's house for Christmas Eve. And if we're there beyond the 8 o'clock, it's going to be on. And when we come back here, when we're going ahead and, you know, you know Santa is arriving, uh, I am going to go ahead and put it on our TV at 8 o'clock. So it's going to be running. I don't know. I, I typically now only watch it through maybe once. Right. But it's on in the background. I'll more than one. I'll stop. I'll have it on. Or it, it's at least playing on the TV. I may not be paying attention to it. No one's paying attention to it. But my TV is one of those TVs that's going to give that show Buku ratings so they make sure that they do it again the following year <laughs> yeah i mean they still do it it, it is a tradition and the, i mean this is the season all about traditions and it's kind of become ones they've been doing it since the 90s airing it you know 24 hours of a christmas story so uh here's a little uh, nugget for you too the actor who played ralphie in that movie um he w he actually played one of the head elves in elf he was the one kind of getting on buddy to uh up his performance in the beginning yeah <laughs> working on those toys so uh, yeah, kind of a tradition there, a couple of your movies, but uh, I think it's, uh, you know, I think it's a strong pick, and that's why it's my pick. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to get that my fourth pick, just because <laughs> I thought, you know, A Christmas Story versus Home Alone would be, uh, would be very interesting, just because either you have strong feelings for The Christmas Story, either you love it, there's very few people that fall in the middle, yeah. either you love it or you hate it because it's been played out so much. So it would have been fun to kind of see those two go up against each other. But <laughs> So, oh boy, we kind of got to this fourth pick here and our final picks. Now this is going to be, oh boy, i got to kind of look at this because I've got one of my other must-watches or one that has recently infiltrated my house via a book and then we started watching the movie. Uh-oh. Oh, so where am I going to go with this pick here? Because it's going to be the pick that goes up against Home Alone. Uh, I'm you know what? I am going to go ahead and I'm going to go with the new one for my family. This is this has happened within the past two years. Yeah. The Polar Express. Oh, okay. That we started actually with the book, and we were reading the book, and Zach loved it so much, and I knew that there was a movie. And I was blown away by the movie. I was shocked on how uh, how sweet the movie was, how well it was, uh, it was animated. Because it's a completely animated movie. But if you take a glance at it, you are like you won't realize at first that it is animated. And it's it's another one that's taken off. We have an actual uh, train station that's about thirty minutes south of us, and they do a whole Polar Express experience. When you walk in, they've got like the hot chocolate for you, and you're on the train. There's people dancing in the in the aisles and everything. And we haven't had a chance to do it quite yet, but uh, it is something that is on our our list to do. 
Yeah, um, this is another one uh, kind of on my side here where I, I have seen it, but I haven't seen it a ton. I've maybe only seen it once, and that was probably closer to when it came out, maybe, what, in the late 90s, early 2000s. I think it's been a while since it's been out. Uh, but you're right, it, it, it's a Robert Zemeckis film. It was kind of the one of the first films where they use uh, motion capture to kind of animate the characters. Um, and, I mean, you can't go wrong with Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is the uh, conductor. Oh, and, a brilliant uh, conductor. Yeah. Um, so I think, it's a, I think it's a strong pick. Yeah, I think it's one of those ones, kind of like Elf, where it's a... You know, it's more of a recent film, especially, you know, considering how far back these films go, whether it be like, you know, A Wonderful Life or, or, or whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's definitely a, a, a classic for a lot of folks and a lot of folks' favorite, especially with kids. It seems to resonate. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's all about the kids and themselves and uh, the boy not wanting to go. Then he gets on the train and he winds up being the first one picked. You know, to get the first gift from Christmas from Santa, and he he doesn't even ask for a gift. He just points at one of the bells on the reindeer's uh, harness, and right. he gets it, and he actually has a hole in his robe, and he drops the the actual bell before he gets on the train. And they start moving, so then next morning, Christmas morning, the bell's underneath, and the kids can hear it ring, but his parents think it's broken, and the reason they can't hear it is they no longer believe. So it's a it's a really really nice story, and it has you know kids from all different walks of life on the train themselves, and it shows them kind of bonding and and them kind of uh, you know becoming friends and uh, kid from the wrong side of the tracks. It really doesn't have a whole lot, and then you know one kid that seems like he's really you know high strung kind of kind of spoiled type kid, and they all kind of become really good friends and bond through this experience. So if it if it's one that you know you guys haven't actually watched and you have kids. Even if you don't have kids, screw that. Watch this one. <laughs> it, it, this is actually a uh, a a really nice, warming Christmas movie. Yeah, it's funny. It um, this year, my my girls' kindergarten class on the last day before they're on their Christmas break, they're actually having a Polar Express Day where they're invited to dress up in their pajamas and they're going to watch the movie in class. So awesome. Uh, and maybe one where we're going to have to watch it this year, whether I like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. So yeah. that's my four picks. This is your last pick. What are you going to put up against National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Uh, I mean, this is going to be tough, and this is going to be a long shot. I'm going to go with the holiday classic uh, where Michael Keaton becomes a snowman. Jack Frost. Oh, Jack Frost. Wow, that's left field there. Yeah, that's. I'm not using that one. That's a joke. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say what? Anybody remember that one? I don't think so. Um, no, the one I'm really gonna do is. Um, so Christmas Vacation is kind of a modern classic. I'm gonna go with a classic classic, and it's kind of a toss up between It's a Wonderful Life. But there's one that I have a preference for, and it's actually uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Oh. Um, the original one from from 1947. I guess you know the remake counts if. if that's one that you guys um, like too. We'll, we'll just count both of them if, if there's a remake involved. Uh, but yeah, the the first one I, I I don't watch every year, but when it comes on, I I typically leave it on. It kind of opens up like we were talking about earlier with the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and the real Santa Claus kind of coming and showing up the 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 you know the one that they had who had uh, gotten a little too uh, tipsy to perform. <laughs> And he replaces them, and then he starts working for the department store there. And it's kind of a really nice story that emphasizes uh, kind of belief and, and faith in, in people around you. 
um, over to what uh, you know society tells you what you you know can or can't believe in um, the final scene in the the courtroom where they bring in all the letters to Santa Claus and um, you know that he does really does exist and that's kind of how they end things uh, I don't know it's just a really like you were saying with Polar Express it's a really great heartwarming movie um, and it's uh, I, I <laughs> You know, if I'm going to be honest, I don't think it has too much chance against uh, Christmas Vacation because I know that's such a favorite. But you know, I'll go with you know some of, maybe some of the older uh, generations here that uh, grew up on uh, the Miracle on 34th Street as as one of their favorites. We'll we'll see how it does. It would have been interesting to see that against the Santa Claus because they're very similar type you know type type of stories. Maybe not quite you know the comedy. One's a little more serious. One's a little more of a comedy. Yeah, but the. Uh, but the premise is very close, so that, that would have been interesting to see. So maybe uh, down the road they would. It's going to take some upsets for those two to see each other. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So okay, so what we have here now, your number one pick, Home Alone, will be going up against the Polar Express. That honestly, that's going to be very telling on the age of our crowd. Yeah. That that one's going to be interesting. Uh, then you will wind up having Miracle on 34th Street up against National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I, I'm kind of with you. I, I think it's a long shot. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it'd be interesting to see what happens here. And then you will have Scrooged up against the Santa Claus. So a family-friendly movie against an adult movie. Right. That, that's going to be a pretty interesting dynamic by itself. And then my heart hurts for this one here. A Christmas story up against Elf. Oh, yeah. In no way do I want to see Elf win this one, (laughs) but Elf's got to pull through. (laughs) So here we go. It's on. This is the uh, Christmas uh, throwdown here with our our Christmas movies. We've got our picks. They're locked in. Um, So this is how it's going to work. Up front, we're going to have, essentially, we're going to have three rounds altogether. Um, These eight movies are going to be going head-to-head in four matchups this first week. And then the winners of uh, those matches are going to go head-to-head in uh, two separate matchups the following week. And then uh, the last week that we kind of run this before Christmas, uh, we'll have the uh, the final two that will go head-to-head to to determine our winner out of these eight movies. Yeah, and this is very, very important. We need you guys to participate. Uh, This is going to go nowhere. This is going to fall very flat if we get no, (laughs) no participation with this one here. Uh, but I mean, if you guys are as psyched about it as we are, uh, this should be fun, uh, to go ahead and see what you guys think basically based on our picks. I mean, like I said earlier, this has nothing to do with me and Sean anymore. This is all you guys. So, uh, have at it, have fun, uh, get competitive, leave, leave comments. Say this movie sucks for this pick, you know? <laughs> yeah. So if you're listening to this episode right now, go ahead and check out the Facebook page. Cause the matchups are going to be up. Um, take a look and make sure you see, you know, every matchup and, and every post that's posted on the page. Or go ahead and pick your favorite out of these matchups so we can uh, get a good uh, representation. I mean, I'm sure these are these are holiday favorites, man. So I'm sure some of these are going to be ones that you guys watch year to year. So make sure to vote for them. Yeah, I'll say this as well. Don't rely on seeing it in your actual news feed if you're looking on Facebook. Uh, go ahead and just click on the Dad and Rock page. I mean, That's they're right. going to be in your news feeds, but it's going to be much easier to find them in that feed by itself on the Dad and Rock page uh, to go ahead and vote on those actual picks themselves and uh, have fun. This 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 is fun. I'm um, I'm a Christmas person. I'm a holiday person. 
I'm not a Scrooge at all, and I'm actually shocked because <laughs> there is a movie, uh, my last pick, and I'm shocked it didn't get in here because this is a must-watch for me each year, and I think Elf took its spot when I went a little strategic on it, but a Muppet's Christmas Carol. Yeah. That got left off this whole list, and I'm kind of, I'm I'm a little shocked, honestly. I mean, I think I, I, think I did it to myself when I went Elf in uh, Polar Express, which is a, a little off my normal but uh, yeah, because Muppets Christmas Carol has been a movie I've watched since the beginning, and now that it's on Disney Plus, it's easier to find. And I actually bought it last year. I know, and on Disney Disney Plus, it's actually 4K. <laughs> yeah, well, it's actually edited too. I didn't realize, but the digital copy I bought, there is a song that they removed from the digital copy and on Disney Plus that is not on in that version. If you own the DVD, which I do, it's in that version. But it's it's a it's a song with uh with Scrooge and his his girlfriend. I don't think he ever got married. But uh it's called The Love Is Gone. The and at the very Love is gone, yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the very end they say the love is found. Oh, okay. So they yeah. kind of got rid of that portion so that song at the end doesn't make a lot of whole lot of sense. Yeah, that's, honorable mention there. That's uh, that's one that you you actually turned. Uh, that was a, a classic and a tradition for you to watch as a kid, and you kind of turned me onto it. Now it's one that I watch all the time too. I mean, those songs in that movie. This kind of honorable mention because it didn't make the list, but I think it's actually got some of the best just Christmas songs. <laughs> yeah, this is this is easily a four A or four B, and this could if we went ahead one would have had you know four more teams, but uh, right. Tis the season to be jolly and joyous. He said he didn't even break his concentration. (laughs) (laughs) My mother Uh, told me never to eat wax fruit or talking fruit. That's what it was. (laughs) Yeah, no, uh, that that that's one that didn't make our list. Is there one that you're surprised that didn't make the list? Um, no, I think we we really went with kind of the the big juggernauts that are out there. I mean, there are there are other movies that are big, like you know, It's a Wonderful Life. I don't know if they're as resonant these days, um, but uh, yeah, and there there may be some that we're missing. So it, you know, if there's a movie that you guys watch every year, year in year out, maybe something that's a little newer that's kind of off uh, our radar, uh, go ahead and you know leave that movie in the comments. Talk about them. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. I think with this time of the year, though, um, Olaf's well, Christmas Vacation uh, Adventure or something like that with young kids and young girls uh, that has already been watched in my household. So. Uh, but yeah. I, yeah, I don't think it's got. There's no way that's got a hold yet on you know the rest of things. Yeah, and we we tended to kind of keep holiday specials out of it, and I, I kind of count that closer to like Charlie Brown Christmas or Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, where it's kind of more of a short, you know, kind of less than a half hour or so. Uh, but yeah, that's that's a new one that has become tradition at our house too. Uh, the the Olaf's Olaf's Frozen Adventure, I think, is the name of it. Yeah. Yeah, so that's going to do it for us here now as far as our uh, our Christmas movie draft. We we went through it. I think we have some really strong picks on both sides. So um, it's going to be all up to you guys from here on out. So um, as far as the Dad and Rock podcast goes... Uh, you know where to find us. I mean, we're on all the platforms now. Uh, let your friends know uh, that are looking for us. Hey, I had family members this holiday holidays past that did not download or subscribe yet. So I had to get on top of him and say... you. You know, get it going. Uh, but I mean, we have our emails. I'm Chris at Dad Rock. I mean, this is Sean at Dad Rock, and um, I think this is actually a good point to go ahead and sign off and say we'll see you guys next week. Vote. <laughs>